welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Welcome back to MSL. This hour of the show being brought to you by Croc Center Memphis, a new kind of community center. The Ray and Joan Croc Community Center is a hundred thousand square feet of recreation, education, worship, and arts. They've got an NBA quality size basketball court, soccer fields inside and outside. Preferably inside today with this with this rain. There's the aquatics uh, center with the indoor pool, the water slide, and the lazy river. Uh, the splash pad is outside. It just opened up for the season. The fitness center's got cable TVs on all the cardio equipment. There's a worship area, art rooms, a theater, meeting rooms. If you're going to have your next event, have it at Croc Center Memphis. Uh, you can uh, have a birthday parties or your company meetings there overlooking the courtyard at Croc Center Memphis. You can uh, sign up today. It's only $32 a month for individuals and $53 a month for a household membership. Go to crocmemphis.org or stop by Croc Center and walk around. You will be amazed. There is nothing else like it in the city of Memphis. It's Croc Center Memphis right there next to Tiger Lane um, on East Parkway. That's 800 East Parkway South next to Tiger Lane and over there next to Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. Unbelievable. If you have not walked in there and and looked around, just do it. Just I tell you, you're going to walk in and you'll sign up for membership before you get out of there because it is an amazing uh, building, a real nice um, part of the community. Now, that's Croc Memphis, a new kind of community center. All right, we're getting close. It is at noon. The sirens are going off in the suburbs. Hopefully, it's just because it's noon and not because of the weather. The weather is looking bad out there, uh, but uh, it looks like it's just rain. On this uh, Saturday, it won't stop raining in this town and somebody uh was tweeting the other day about uh you know that uh looks like memphis has moved to seattle with all this rain but uh unfortunately for seattle memphis has not moved there so they don't have an nba team yet uh again so but it, it does it does look like that outside the window so we're gonna play some hang up and listen today we're gonna light a fire with our prize we had a great grand prize today for hang up and listen cj tell the listeners what they could win today on hang up and listen all right, the winner of Hang Up and Listen will get two tickets to Wildfire Wrestling on July 10th to see Scott 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 Steiner Scott Steiner and Jerry the King Lawler wrestle, and then you can also see Five Star versus Superstar Dustin Star Finn of the program versus Superstar Bill Dundee. Yeah, all four of those in, the, in that big match have all been on the show. Jerry Lawler, Dustin Star, more than the other one. So I guess we're going to root for the King in that match, and we'll root for Dustin in the other match. I swear, Dustin just goes to an old person home and says, "Hey, you, let's get out here and wrestle." <laughs> I don't know if, if the superstar is at an old person home. You're gonna be, you're gonna be in Dustin's corner there. Superstar gonna come after you. I don't know. Superstar. I saw Superstar Bill Dundee wrestle three or four times. He's a scary man. Um, I might be in Superstar's corner. He is a legend. Every caller this week on Hang Up and Listen is getting a six pack 
of tickets to the Malco Kids Summer Film Fest that's going on right now. So if you call in, you can say you want a six-pack of tickets to that. We will get you set up with that. The first caller gets $5 to TCBY and $10 to Ease 24-Hour Cafe. Let's go eat at Ease. It's where we have breakfast each and every Saturday, and you should, too. There are four Memphis-area locations. There's the one right down the mountain from us at Park and Mount Mariah. There's the original one on Union Avenue across from Methodist University Hospital. Where What do they have over there now, CJ? Turning Lanes. So excited. Left turning lanes Threw on me Union. off <laughs> when I walked across the street. and was like, wait a second, you can turn left now? I was actually walking across to grab my ease for breakfast. And you notice the turning lanes? Yeah. Turn left on Union. On some parts of Union, now there's turning lanes. Uh, also, there's the ease location on Summer Avenue, my favorite street. And the one, the newest one is on Poplar across from East High School. East 24-Hour Cafe. They serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Let's go eat at ease. So if you're the first caller, that's 10 to ease, $5 TCBY. The grand prize is a pair of tickets to the Memphis Wrestling event, which is coming your way to Minglewood Hall July 10th for the 4th of July. For the 4th of July. We'll talk more about that. But let's go ahead and start playing some Hang Up and Listen. All right, 360-8255. 360-8255. You can talk about whatever you want as long as you end your phone call when I'm going to hang up and listen. We're going to go to our first caller this week, Derek. Derek, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSO. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up? All right, first I'm going to break down the money to you. All right, you drafted, you drafted Jarnell Stokes, so you can get rid of Ed Davis. That's four, four million right there. Teams want expiring contracts, so they, they want that Tayshawn Prince contract. That's 11, that's 11 million right there. Now, you drafted Jordan Adams, so he's a dupe, a duplicate of either Quincy or um, or uh, Courtney Lee, but that's another four million, five million if it's Courtney Lee, or three million if it's uh, Quincy. So right there, I'm putting you at already fifteen million dollars. So you take Kevin Durant; he's in a small market, so he still gets all kinds of endorsement opportunities. So my whole point is, why not go after LeBron or Carmelo when you can say, look, we have arguably the best center in the league, one of the best power forwards. One of the best lockdown defenders. We got Mike Miller, your boy, the, the shooter. All we need is a three. We, we had that. That's, that's already seventeen million that I just told you about. Uh, so I think we're comparable to any other team that could offer him, you know, or offer them a, a setup where they're ready to win. And then, if not them, why not another top tier uh, small forward like Luau Dane? Uh, tell me what you think about that. Now, hang up and listen. All right, thanks, uh, Derek. In- interesting, uh, interesting call because the the LeBron James to Memphis talk. Will he take his talents to South Maine? I don't think so. I don't think he's. I don't think he's taking his talents to South Maine. But it's a fun idea. I mean, LeBron is out there. I'm all for. Hey, you make an effort to try to get LeBron. I don't mean you you move everybody around. But I don't. The Grizzlies are not going to end up with LeBron James. The best way to describe that and when you talk about it is like a dream scenario is what I would say. In your dream scenario, do you get LeBron James? Is there a way to pull it off? In dream scenarios, yes. But LeBron's either going to go back to Cleveland, somehow end up back in Miami. He's going to figure out, he's going to go somewhere that is not is not Memphis. I mean, I just thought like I mean Charlotte or if you're Charlotte Bobcats, all these there's certain cities he's just probably not going to come to. And we got to we learn that and you're not going to get a free agent of the size of LeBron James. I was talking to 
my father earlier in the week about the LeBron James situation. And he should, to me, he should go to L.A., team up with Kobe, team up with Melo, and then come up with some cool nickname and just be the bad guys of the NBA. And either you, you're either going to watch because you love them or watch because you hate them, but you're going to watch. Your dad's outrageous. I think LeBron does not want to go to to the to the Lakers. I think that's the last team he wants to go to probably at this point. Do you not think so? Like the Lakers and the Bulls, if I was LeBron, I'd avoid those two. Because they're too associated with Jordan and Kobe at this point. I would I, think so. I would, I would think so. He wants I mean yeah, I mean he wants a championship. If I if I'm LeBron, I'm going back to Cleveland. Why? Because it's his hometown. It's Cleveland. He'll bring a championship to Cleveland. He can go anywhere he wants. He can build a beach in Cleveland if he wants to have a beach in Cleveland. Build it right down one Anybody of the Anybody will come to play for him wherever he is. Unfortunately, Bron, he's not going to come to Memphis. It's a dream scenario, and it's fun to talk about because, yes, you can make it work with the money, as Derek said. You can make it work. Especially, I mean, you you at least you thought you could make it work a couple days ago when Tayshaun Prince was almost going to get traded uh, to move some, some cap space there for the Grizz. But I do... I do see Tayshaun Prince getting traded by the middle of the season. I do think that's still a strong possibility. And hopefully the Grizzlies do the right thing. I didn't like that Tayshaun Prince trade that they got that offer the other day. I didn't like it. To me, I think they could have got... I mean, they haven't given away a pick. and will give away Tayshaun and it'll clear up the calf space. And to me, I think there's still... Maybe you could get something else. You get a trade with like three or four teams involved, or at least three teams involved, and have Tayshawn end up at that team to clear the cap space, but then you end up getting something in return. I just, I don't think it's a straight-up Tayshawn for something. I think you package Tayshawn with maybe one of these shooting guards, and so that way you're still able to do something besides just addition by subtraction of contracts. But uh, that's my thought on, on Tayshawn Prince. I do think that's that's a key that's a key factor. Tayshawn's contract is a very important factor because it's so much money. It's like seven million dollars, and what happens with Tayshawn's contract can help dictate how good the Grizzlies can be this year. Because you've got Zebo for sixteen point five million dollars, and you have Tayshawn for for seven. If you're able to get off the Tayshawn contract, and again, maybe package him with one of the shooting guards. To get yourself a small forward or a pick in next year's draft that can get you the small forward, something. Which shooting guard would you hate to see go the most? To hate to see the go. I mean, everything's up for grabs. Mike Miller technically not a grizzly right now. Mike Miller, I think, is your, is your best option because the guy can shoot, and he played. He played. He played every game, didn't he last year? He, he, the, he the only grizzly to play every game. He might have been, yeah. And a year full of injuries, and it was Mike Miller who wasn't getting hurt. It was. Preposterous, bizarro world—that can't happen again. But Mike Miller, who's technically not a Grizzly at the moment, but hopefully they can re-sign Mike Miller, who would be my first pick. But then outside of that, trade anybody—I trade any of them. I'm fine with it being Courtney Lee, uh, Quincy Pondexter, Tony Allen. I think all of them contribute something to the team, but also you can you can lose them. Courtney Lee and Coupon are so similar as players. Tony Allen is a shooting guard who can't shoot. As much as we love him, he's great. He's great for the city. He's everybody's one of everybody's favorite players. He's an awesome personality, but he still can't shoot. And you need somebody who can shoot to play shooting guard. Um, you're gonna keep you're gonna keep Adams because he's your new guy. Could you put Jamal Franklin, Tayshawn Prince, in, in some type of trade and get something? I don't know if Jamal Franklin's worth that much right now. But um, could you throw Ed Davis in there maybe? 
if you well, Ed Davis is involved with like where his contract is, so he's because he's going to be a free agent. I don't know if there's a possibility to do any type of a of a sign and trade with him because his contract's up. But anyway, that's it's it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks for Grizzlies fans because now we know Zebo's back. We know Marcus Saul is going to be there. We know Mike Collins is going to be there. Who's going to fill out that starting five in this lineup? You don't want Tayshawn Prince back in the starting lineup. You know that. But he may still be on the roster. I don't know. We're playing Hang Up and Listen. You and your phone call with I'm going to hang up and listen. And uh, you'll be entered to win the grand prize day, which is the pair of tickets to the 4th of July coming up at Minglewood Hall. Jerry Lawler versus Big Papa Pump. Our very own Dustin Starr versus Superstar Bill Dundee coming up on July 10th. That's a Thursday night at Minglewood Hall. we got a pair of tickets for the winner. We're going to go to our next caller, Mike. He's in the Dirty Dover. What's up, Mike? Well, to me, the obvious trade would be if you're Philadelphia, you'd trade the Memphis kid up there back for Prince because Prince is a pro. He can teach those two kids how to play professionally, and he's only there for a year. And to me, that's the perfect trade for Philadelphia, perfect trade for us. Uh, other question is, are they going to let Dundee and them use their walkers in the <laughs> wrestling ring there? Or, I mean, they were around. I'm 64. They were wrestling when I was a kid at 22 or something. Uh, number three is, uh, the Andrew, I was going to ask you, Nashville guy, the Andrew Jackson Pavilion, is that a state thing or is that owned by the city or I see a lot of acts booked up there, you know, in Nashville through that. And uh, my final question is, in about Nashville, would be the African-American Museum after they get past Charlie Pride and uh, that Hootie guy from the Blowfish <laughs> exhibit. What else are they going to have in their African-American Music Hall of Fame? I'll hang up and listen. All right. Thanks, Mike. Coming up later in the show, you hate Nashville. Greg Akers will be here to tell you more reasons to hate Nashville. Nobody hates Nashville like Greg Akers, and he'll, he tells us every month the reason Nashville sucks. Uh, all over the place there from Mike. Tried to keep up. I like his Thaddeus Young trade to the Grizzlies. That would be what makes sense to me, the move that you can make. Thaddeus Young is your starting small forward. Do you give them, can they take Tayshaun? You give them some other young players. You got young players um, that you could move up there on that list of shooting guards. So I, I do like that. I think if you could make that trade work and you got Thad Young on this team, like that changes. That's, that changes everything. I think it just makes the Grizzlies that much better. I think the Thaddeus Young deal, not only is he a local guy that we all forgot, forgot about because he didn't go to the University of Memphis or he didn't turn heel and go to Tennessee or, or Ole Miss or something, that Memphis fans... Memphis basketball fans kind of forgot about him for a while. He's up there. He's in the NBA. He's awesome. He's the best player on the 76ers. And maybe he could be the starting small forward for the Grizzlies. I love that trade idea from Mike. He also talking about Bill Superstar Dundee. So the wrestling event, our, our very own uh, Dustin Starr, who's an active pro wrestler, it's five-star versus superstar is the match. Uh, Bill Superstar Dundee was born on October 24th. What year, CJ? Do you have a guess? October 24th in what year? 1900. <laughs> and oh, I thought you were going to end it that. 53. 1953. You're off by 10. Bill Superstar Dundee, October 24th, 1943. He is 70 years old. 70 years old. Dustin is, I believe... 
31. I believe he's my age. I believe Dustin is 30. Dustin is 30 or 31. He's wrestling 70-year-olds now? There is a 40-year age differential about between the superstar and the five-star. He's 70. He's old enough to be Dustin's father's father. Possibly. But I don't know if they're allowed to bring the walkers to the ring. If they do, I'm sure they will use them in some type of outside interference. I'm kidding. We know the King is in good in good shape. And Bill Superstar Denny, who's been on this show before, is still in really good shape for a 70-year-old. I think I I would wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Dustin loses to Bill Dundee. I hope not. He's got to start winning sometime. He's lost to the King like twice in the past year. All right, we're playing Hang Up and Listen 360-8255. We had a, uh, a couple other things. Mike had like a four-part phone call, the Tennessee Performing Arts Center with Andrew Jackson. Um, I'll, all I know, they got Bill Maher coming up. Paul Ladine is performing there. Jay Leno. All these popular performers. Man, all these, the next three shows at this Andrew Jackson uh, Hall in Nashville have got people who, who people are not fans of. Or they either like or you hate and you despise. You've got Bill Maher, Paul Ladine, and Jay Leno with the next three shows there. I'm not sure what the state funding is, and with that, I, I would like to know. And, of course, yeah, that the um, that Hall of Fame stuff, I still don't know where they're at with that. But but Charlie Pride is awesome. That's all I can tell you. Uh, Charlie Pride performed at halftime of the MLK game. I said court, courtside with Eli uh, Savoy from Middays, MSL Weekdays, and, uh, and Johnny Radio. And it was an awesome show by Charlie Pride. So Young Buck will be in there. Get Young Buck and D-Tay in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. All right, we're going to keep playing Hang Up and Listen. you got to end your phone call with I'm going to hang up and listen. That's the only rule we have. Say whatever you want. Ask anything you want. Just send your phone call with my hang up and listen. We're going to go to Philip in Midtown. You're on Hang Up and Listen on MSO. What's up, Philip? Oh, great. Great trade scenario. Uh, how about we keep on uh, re-sign Mike Miller uh, in the free agency as a, as a guy that I really thought the Memphis lost on. And I wonder why we didn't go after him. Maybe with some, with a trade, with a couple of trades. Fred, um, Point Dexter, um, someone else in order to get, uh, Kevin Love. So at this time, I'm gonna hang up and listen. All right. Thanks, Philip. Uh, wants to go back for Kevin Love. Of course, Grizzlies traded Kevin Love. And Mike Miller for O.J. Mayo on draft night back in the day. Kevin Love's not coming to Memphis, especially now that you've got Zebo as your starting power forward. So any any dream scenario that Kevin Love would want to come play for Memphis, I think Kevin Love, like as I said earlier, I don't think LeBron wants to play for the Lakers. I think Kevin Love probably does want to play for the Lakers. He's an L.A. guy, UCLA, wants to go. Because that guy already has got some good like um, marketing deals and stuff. Like he's signed up as, you know, you see him around. He's a Minnesota Timberwolf, yet you still see him uh, doing a, a bunch of promotions and stuff. And him in L.A., it's an un- that would be an unstoppable force. That guy can make a lot of money in Los Angeles. Uh, and he could maybe win some games, and, and L.A. would love him. So, I Well, the, guy, it, uh, the thing about Kevin Love, though, is what CJ's what gets me, is that he hasn't won a playoff game. He hasn't made the playoffs. Like, if, like you can at least get into the eighth seed. I know the West is tough now. I mean, compare him with, you know, don't compare him, but pair him with somebody like Kobe Bryant with the numbers that Kevin Love pits up. Oh, they're going to the playoffs, and they're going to make noise if he goes out there to L.A. Right. I don't see it. He's not coming to Memphis, not with Zebo, Not with Zebo as your starting power forward now for 
for the next three seasons, at least for the next two. We know that. 360-8255 is the phone number. Bill's in Cordova. You're on Hang Up and Listen. What's up, Bill? Bill, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Bill? All right, Bill, you're going to have to call back in. Looks like we lost Bill. The grand prize today, we got that pair of tickets to the wrestling event at Minglewood Hall, the 4th of July. It's happening about a week after the 4th of July. We're going to keep moving on. Hang up and listen, though. Tony's calling from the fairgrounds. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's going on, man? What up? Hey, I, you know what? Normally, I call about sports, but today I'm calling it in support. I don't live in Memphis, but I think it's a crime saying that the city council, the mayor, and all of them, they're not paying the police officer and the fire department what they're worth. You want to take money from heroes, from people that get out here and risk their lives, put their lives on the line in the community that really already don't have enough to take care of these guys like they should. But to, to even take money from guys that put their lives on the line, the real guys as heroes, you know, people got it backwards and called sports figures. Heroes, the real heroes are those guys that are going to fire to bring you out from smoke inhalation or somebody that risked their lives after you've been raped, robbed, or, or brutally beaten. These are guys that deserve the big money, along with teachers. These people need to be compensated fairly. Some of these politicians, the amount of money that the mayor and the city council make, I think is a crying shame. They don't do nothing but act like they should be on a soap opera car, 125 North Main. But these guys, that's police officers, environment, you need to pay these people and at least give them a raise, not take money from them. And I say, I hang up and listen for that instance. Take care. All right. Thanks, Tony. Well, definitely. We, I mean, there's no argument there that we need to make sure that we pay our brave men and women what they deserve. Our, our, our guy, the guys in blue this week as we celebrate red, white, and blue next week. I don't think there's anybody in this studio right now who is not in support of the police and firemen and women of Memphis. Right. We just got to get everybody, like, the, the salaries need to go up, obviously, for teachers, for for the police, for firemen. Hopefully that, that can happen. Of course, this is Hang Up and Listen. You can talk about whatever you want. So if you got something you got to get off your chest and it has nothing to do with sports, that is allowed. The only rule is you have to end your phone call with I'm going to hang up and listen. Phone number is 360-8255. We've got a couple minutes left. If you want to jump in, we do have a couple open phone lines. We're about to wrap up Hang Up and Listen, but you do have a couple minutes left if you want to get in because everybody today is getting the six tickets to the Summer Kids Film Festival that Malco is throwing, and we have that pair of tickets to Wildfire Wrestling Force of July. Coming up on July 10th, our very own Dustin Starr versus the superstar Bill Dundee. 70-year-old superstar, the 30-year-old uh, five-star, 40-year difference. Who are you most excited to see out of those four? Well, Big Papa Pump, I don't know if, if I've ever seen this. You're going to have – Minglewood Hall is a is a very intimate uh, setting for these type of shows, right? You can get very close, and you're going to be able to see Big Papa Pump, Jerry Lawler, uh, up close and personal. We saw the King wrestle not too long ago. 
and I actually I like seeing as you just watching Dustin wrestle is, is a lot of fun since Dustin has become uh, you know a part of this program uh, and hopefully Dustin gets a win here he needs one he's lost to X Pac recently he lost he's, he's losing to every star from the seventies eighties and nineties and <laughs> and today he's like a radio station of losing stars Dustin we're calling you out you got you got to beat superstar Dundee you cannot embarrass us you've got to beat him whoa embarrass us the show Dustin is our wrestling expert yet he can't win a match especially okay. against these older guys I get you I get you he's I'm not you know team Dustin star though he's not embarrassing me when he goes out there and five takes star? those whoopings five star he does a great job that X-Pac match was unbelievable when he went against X-Pac that was a fun match that was that was, that was one of the best wrestling matches I've seen live but uh, alright that uh, does it for hang up and listen this week we're going to decide our winner over the commercial break. Of course, the winner getting Memphis Wildfire Wrestling tickets. Memphis Wildfire Wrestling returns to Minglewood Hall on Thursday, July 10th for the 4th of July. We'll announce the winner, and Greg Akers joins us. That's on the other side of the break. You're listening to MSL on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. The Tigers, the Grizzlies, the SEC. We are real sports talk. I love it. I love it. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, welcome back to MSL. This portion of the program is being brought to you by Memphis Wildfire Wrestling's Force of July. It returns, as we mentioned earlier, to Minglewood Hall on Thursday, July 10th. The main event is huge. It's former WCW World Heavyweight Champion Big Papa Pump stepping in the ring for the first time ever against Memphis's own Jerry the King Lawler. Also in a special star Spangled Celebration Challenge. It'll be five star versus the superstar. Justin, five star, MSL Zone, going toe to toe against the superstar, Bill Dundee. It's five star versus superstar, the Star Spangled Challenge on the 4th of July at Minglewood Hall. Bell time is 7 p.m. Action takes place. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night of pro wrestling in this town at Minglewood. You can get tickets now at MingleWoodHall.com or go check out the Minglewood box office. Local bell time is 7 o'clock. It's going to be a good card. The King versus Big Papa Pump, who we had on this show a couple weeks ago. Dustin and Maria, when they had their hostile takeover, they had Big Papa Pump on the show, so you can listen to that interview at MemphisBoard.com. See what's going on with Big Papa Pump. So it's Big Papa Pump versus the King for the first time ever at Minglewood Hall, the 4th of July. And we just gave out tickets for the 4th of July for the winner of Hang Up and Listen. And who is the winner of Hang Up and Listen? CJ, if you will, tell the listeners who won Hang Up and Listen. The winner is Mike. Mike from the Dova. Call us back. All right, Mike from Cordova. Congratulations. You won those tickets to Memphis Wildfire Wrestling's event at Minglewood Hall, the 4th of July. That's Thursday, July 10th. It's the Thursday after the July 4th weekend should be a great show at Minglewood Hall. Congratulations, Mike, from the Dirty Dova. All right, every time, every uh, last Saturday of the month, our friend 
Greg Akers, who is the TV and film editor at the Memphis Flyer, joins us to talk about a bunch of stuff, and he joins us right now. Hey, Mr. Akers, what's up? Hey, what is up? All right. Um, it's another final Saturday. In a moment, we will cast uh, do Castaway, which is my favorite thing I do on this show now every month, where we will cast another sports star. This month's sports star is Tim Howard uh, of USA Soccer, a part-time Memphian. But we're going to cast... Is he the most famous Memphian in, like, worldwide? Like, like, athlete. Current Memphis athlete. Current Memphis athlete worldwide. I will... I, maybe. I mean, basketball is big now worldwide, too, but I don't know if there's right. any particular player. Oh, I mean, obviously in Spain, the Gasol uh, brothers are big, but he, you know, he right. might be. I mean, like, people in Paraguay know mm-hmm. who Tim Howard is. Right. So, so they will go that, see which, the movie. That, that's how I determine if they're famous. It's going to be a global world. blockbuster. You're saying this of all the movies we've cast so far, we've cast Chris Wallace, John Cal Perry, um, uh, multiple other uh, sports stars. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, right. But this one, this one would have the biggest box office globally. I think so. I think we really need to keep our our foreign market in mind when we're making this. <laughs> so if you if you have any ideas on who should play Tim Howard in a movie, we're going to get to that in a minute. You can tweet me at Cerrito or text 67129 or tweet Greg at Greg Akers on Twitter, and uh, we will decide who should play Tim Howard, the USA goalie and part-time Memphian, in a film. But before we get to that, flipping through the flyer this week, a full page on... Uh, the new movie that's out, Batman, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, right. It, it, we always we're always keeping it fresh in the flyer. <laughs> Seems a little bit behind, but you got a big article. Tell people about this about the uh, the nineteen eighty nine Batman movie. Well, it it came out twenty five years ago this week, and um, the, no movie in my entire life has ever uh, affected me as profoundly as that one did. Like I've I've never been so as so excited about anything that had to do with pop cultural kind of stuff. Um, like, I mean, I I went bananas for that movie before it came out. I was I was obsessed about. It. I love Batman. I read the comics and everything. I was just a giant nerd. But uh, but like I would like scour. You know, it was of course pre-internet. Uh, I would scour like like inter- I would watch every day Entertainment Tonight and and like go through the commercial appeal to see if there was a mention of something something about it or whatever leading up to the film and and just and and then the movie came out and it was great i mean it completely you know satisfied my expectations you know even as big as they were um so you know 25 years that i kind of see that that movie coming out as like a, a really seminal moment for me as someone who's really um you know interested in pop culture and and kind of i mean i'm a film critic now so I you know I think a lot about how things influence me and and so that movie kind of started it all for me Batman 1989 the best part of the article is you list Greg Aker's top 15 movies dated 629 1990 so how old were you 629 1990 
Uh, well, I was 14 then, uh, so this is that's a year after Batman came out, obviously. Um, but that's the first list that I ever did, uh, and I found it in uh, my attic in an old like I had this like diary thing that I kept. A diary? Um, you kept a diary? I, <laughs> I kept a diary, but it, it was it was it's not like today I went to the swimming pool. It, instead, it's like it's just all lists. Like after I did a list, then I just started doing lists. <laughs> All right, so, so it's more of a journal. You're ahead of your time because, because now with the internet, I mean everything's got to be a list, right? This is my first blog, basically, right? Uh, but uh, so you know, so this list that I put in the flyer was my my first ever favorite movies list, which Batman is number one, which is the reason I included it. Um, plus, I wanted to because it's it's hilarious because there's some really terrible movies that I love. Um, like retro- in retrospect, they're terrible. Like RoboCop Two is number three. My, my third favorite movie of all time was RoboCop Two in 1990. So in are 1990, or these is, is the list technically is Greg Akers from 1990 writing this list as these are the best movies ever made, or they are your favorites? Because those are kind of two different lists. At any point where you make them, were you making these saying these are the best movies, or you're saying these are the movies I like the best? Uh, I mean, certainly they were the movies I liked the best, but I don't think there were. I mean, except for some particularly precocious kids, and at which I was not one, um, I wasn't thinking in terms of, well, it's not as good as Raging Bull, but you know, I like it more. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't doing that. The, the, okay. It was the same thing. Best movies and favorite movies was was the exact same thing. To me. You have two sequels in your top five. <laughs> I do. Gremlins Two is number five, which, like in retrospect, is also crazy because the first Gremlins is a great movie. Like. It, stands up. And I have to admit, I haven't seen Gremlins 2 since the theater, so it's possible it is really good, but um, at that time, and probably for a few more years after that, whatever movie I'd seen most recently was my favorite thing. So I saw RoboCop 2 after I saw RoboCop, so I like RoboCop 2 better. Sequel was Um, better. Yeah, let's run. Yeah. Th- let's run through this real quick. Then these could be available on Netflix. Definitely available at Black Lodge Video. Yeah, and, yeah. And so I'm going to see if you still recommend some of these movies. Well, uh, number fifteen, Parenthood. Is that? I I guess I recommend it. Um, it it's a good movie. A little bit more adult, but uh, than for a kid, really. But. Uh, it's okay. It's, and, it's not a bad movie. And be sure to say if any of these are still on your top fifteen. Number fourteen, <laughs> Blind Date. Blind Date is a great movie. I would I completely stand by that. It's a great comedy. Thirteen, Young Guns. No, that's terrible. <laughs> Twelve, The Running Man. The Running Man is awesome. Eleven, The Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers is is genuinely like a top hundred and fifty film still. Oh wow. Uh, number ten, Top Gun. We're in the top ten now. Top Gun. Top Gun is awful. I, I rewatched it like in the last two years, and it's really bad. It's a top movies with top in the title. Right. Uh, number nine, The Terminator. Oh. The Terminator is an all-time great movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Number eight, Die Hard. Totally great action movie. When did, Die, when did Die Hard 2 perfect. come out? When did the second Die Hard come out? Uh, maybe 91 or 92. So this is before that. So this is when you're still like in the first one. Okay. <laughs> right. I hadn't seen the next one yet. Uh, number seven was RoboCop. Which... RoboCop is fantastic. Did they, the remake has already come out, right? Yeah, it came out last year. No, no, it came out this spring. Did you see it? I didn't. I really wanted to just because it's some one of your all time favorites being remade. Number six, <laughs> number six was the jerk. The jerk is my favorite comedy of all time. 
All right, so that's still that's still high on your that's, list. Then. That's way high, yeah. So it probably moved up on the list since then. <laughs> Maybe number five, <laughs> like Casey Kasem, it's moved up a few <laughs> notches. Number five, uh, Gremlins Two. Of course, I don't I don't feel good about that pick at We're all. Going <laughs> what Gremlins Two was awesome. He said it's <laughs> top five movie of all time. CJ, top five movie of all time. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, number four, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That, that's a great movie. Cl- clearly, I mean, I loved then, and I still love Big Martin. Number uh, number three was RoboCop Two. I don't I don't feel good about that one either. <laughs> that one is off the list. <laughs> Two, The Hunt for Red October. I love it. I still love that movie. And number one movie of all time, according to Greg Akers, Greg Akers on June twenty ninth, nineteen ninety. That's two days ba- from now. Yeah, it's Batman. Four years ago. Uh, yeah, that I still love Batman. It's it's top one hundred and fifty, probably. Now, where do you put us? Uh, as top one hundred and fifty, still. The where do you put Batman? Right, that Batman, and I know it was really big for your youth compared to these new superhero movies that have come out. Are any of them close to that? In your opinion, are you still holding Batman nineteen eighty nine, Michael Keaton, uh, Jack Nicholson as the best superhero movie ever? No, I, actually, I think it's been surpassed many times. Um, like, I, I think all three of the, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies are better. I mean, they're they're great movies. Um, I, you know, I don't feel the same way about them like that I did when I saw Batman the the eighty nine version mm-hmm. in that moment. But but looking back on it now, completely objectively, those three movies are all they're all better. Um, I would say. I'm weird, but I, I really love the Ang Lee Hulk movie. Oh, I yeah. Say, mm. I would say that's better. Um, I think... I think mm. that, You're the only person who likes that Hulk movie. I hated that yeah, movie. Yeah, I am. I know. I fell asleep at the uh, Peabody Place movie theater trying to watch that one. Uh, but what about the new... I know uh, recently you you saw the new X-Men movie. I've seen the new X-Men movie. That one's pretty good. It was really good. And, you know, I, I kind of think X-Men First Class and then the new X-Men are probably both better than Batman 89. I mean, they're both really good movies. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Next month when you come on, we're going to dive back into the Greg Akers time capsule. Mm-hmm. I want you to okay. find a different list that you made in 1990, and we can see how it holds up today. Uh, let's do it. I like that. Greg is only on once a month, and you're giving him like seven different segments to do in his <laughs> one 20-minute appearance. Greg may have to go weekly. Um, all right, we're... Before we get into casting Tim Howard, we uh, need to. I want to talk about one thing real quick. I saw I saw your wife's name in the in the daily newspaper. What's going on with that? Yeah, she um, she's working with this lo- this phone ra- fundraising organization called IOB IOBY, which stands for In Our Backyard. Um, and my wife had the idea to do. Well, I mean, there's there's this phenomenon of called little free libraries, where basically you put like in front of your mailbox in front of your house like a, a little library stand and people can you know take and put in books and you know it's like a neighborhood library um and you know like good books not just garbage you would take to goodwill otherwise um and so she is uh partnered with with iob and so doing kind of a it, it's not a big number i think it's 300 and Seventy dollars or something like that to raise to to build this free library. It, it, we're in East Memphis off a of White Station, and of course anybody can go there. Uh, we're near the Green Line, so we kind of thought, or my wife thought that 
you know, maybe people running or walking or biking could come over and take or leave a book. And uh, so anyway, uh, if you go to iob.org um, and then go to Memphis, then uh, it's the, um, it's you know, the Summer summer Meadows Little Free Library is what is what the project is called. All right, that that sounds uh, very cool uh, that she's doing that. So, all right, uh, are you re- are you ready, uh, CJ? Are we ready for this? It is uh, now once a month that we take a moment and we like to cast a different sports star in a movie because it's like, what if they made a movie about so and so? Who would play them in a movie? We call it Castaway. And now for our feature presentation. All right, this month on Castaway, we are casting USA goalie and part-time Memphian Tim Howard. Of course, uh, USA doing extremely well in the World Cup. Um, by that, I mean they lost their last game, but they still advanced. <laughs> right. So we thought Tim Howard's the perfect guy to cast. My first initial thought was Vin Diesel. Right. Uh, that that's the that's the number one choice because um, Tim Howard is bald. Like shaved head, not balding, but like shaved head. He looks awesome. Uh, he's kind of has an angular face. He's very built and athletic, obviously. And I mean, Vin Diesel is perfect for him. That that's the number one choice. Now I've got some backlash on Twitter uh, when I tweeted the idea of Vin Diesel. We got um, Memf- at Memphis Grizz fifty five says Vin Diesel's too short to play the role. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone cares about that. I don't think so. I think you can shoot around it too, right? Yeah, and you could just make the goal smaller. I mean, it's just perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Movie magic. So if, if Vin Diesel, if the, he's definitely the action star. He may want to, and this could be a good role for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would think, but um, there's got to be some other people out there, maybe better actors. Not saying Vin is not tremendous, mm-hmm. but there, are there some better actors who could also play Tim Howard? I think so. Um, I think. Uh, same initials. I think Tom Hardy could be a good choice. Um, the uh, British or Australian actor, actor who was in, who was Bane in the most recent Batman movie, uh, and he's going to be Mad Max coming up. Uh, and you have to the thing about this, you have to like hold your hand over. Oh, when you're looking at a picture, hold your hold your hand over their hair, right? To kind of see if the face is right. Um, and I, I think I think he's kind of got the right the right face and build for it. He's he's a big tough guy looking. I think think he would be good. If you have any ideas, we're casting Tim Howard in a movie. Uh, Tim Howard, of course, the USA goalie, part-time Memphian. If you have an idea, tweet me at Cerrito, tweet Greg at Greg Akers, or text us at 67129. Now, earlier, this was Marcus Hunter's idea. It was also tweeted to to us um, at the beginning of the show from uh, Colin4, tweeting that it should be uh, Common, the actor Common, who's in the Hmm. um, AMC show. Uh, what's uh, that AMC show? Um, bu- 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 what's it called? The one where they do the railroad track? Hell on Wheels. He's on oh, Hell right, on Wheels. Right. Yeah, that's pretty good because um, he's he's already got the bald head, and I'm looking at a picture now. Yeah, that's pretty good. He, it, he has a good face structure for it. Yeah, he he, he kind of fits. I don't know what else uh, Common has been in, but that was that was Marcus's pick, also a, a Twitter pick. So it's got a couple votes. Um, he was in just right with Queen Latifah. Oh. <laughs> He's been in. He's been in a couple other romantic comedy movies. I don't know if that was a romantic comedy. I didn't see it. I'm sure it was. You didn't see just right. It was great. It was about the 76ers, I believe, was the team he was playing for. Right. 
Uh, also from Twitter, at Making a Face, says uh, Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key. Oh, yeah, okay. The, the guy from Key and Peel. Yeah. I could see that. Maybe he has the range to play it. Um, maybe he's not just funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I don't know if he's athletic enough. Right, you got to. We have to frown. He needs to frown some because you you don't have to be bald because you can shave your head, but mm-hmm. you got to be big, right, or, or at least athletic to play to play the role because it's harder to become athletic uh, than it is to just shave your head. But another uh, one I'd throw out there is uh, Jason Momoa, who was in the Conan remake and he was in Game of Thrones. Um, who, like, if you shaved his head. I mean, he's a tough guy. How do you spell his last name? Jason Momoa? Yeah, M-O-M-O-A. Okay, yeah, that guy looks big. So what What have we seen him in? I don't watch Game of Thrones, so... Uh, he was in the Conan the Barbarian remake. Um, and not a whole bunch else, but he, he had a great part in Game of Thrones. Uh, he played, like, basically Conan the Barbarian. Okay. In that movie, in that show. All right, do you have, do you have any other ideas? Um, a couple others. Um, the he's too old, but Jason Statham might work. Um, I mean, he he's too old and and too light skinned, but I don't know. Too uh, light skinned. He's, he's a tough guy. I think we're, that, yeah, light skin, dark skin. I don't think we're we're gonna make that a factor. I think it, it can still work either way because it's not right. Because it's going to be probably if there's going to be a movie with him, it's going to be about the soccer team. So mm-hmm. kind of like a miracle movie. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so it doesn't have to be a complete like full on look alike. I mean, we can change his race. I think right. If we have to. And then the, the last <laughs> we haven't done that yet in Castaway, but I think it's <laughs> the the last one I had was uh, Lucas Black, who is uh, a Southern actor. He was in, he's in several of the Fast and Furious movies and the Friday Night Lights movie. He was a kid actor in Sling Blade. Uh, but he, he looks pretty good for the part. All right, what was uh, his name again? Uh, Lucas Black. Lucas Black. Uh, and he's a good actor. So at the end of this, okay, it, he looks like he could, he could, he could play the role. But at the end of the day, I don't think there's anybody better than Vin Diesel is what we're saying. I think that's what we're saying. All right, so we're gonna. So I guess we're gonna say it. officially if we have to cast, we're gonna cast Vin Diesel in the role. We had a couple of other tweets come in. Somebody said The Rock. I mean, The Rock. I guess he could have play the role. I mean, you're looking for somebody big. The Rock can do it. He uh, would kind of have to lose the muscle weight. Though. He's too big. Yeah. 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 Too athletic. At Go Grizz Go One saying The Rock. So some interesting picks as always. Uh, Tim Howard, uh, Vin Diesel. The role is yours if you want it. But uh, we got to keep moving on because before we let you go, Greg, we have to find out why you think Nashville sucks this month. What about Nashville? Oh, yeah, what about Nashville? Well, let's go burn on Nashville down, set it all aflame. Barbecue those greeds, head make country weak and lame. Burn, burn, Nash Vegas, cleanse its rancid soul. Burn, burn, branch it too, make it a big black hole. Yeah! All right, Greg, the floor is yours. All right. Uh, several weeks ago, Nashville Mayor Carl Dean was here in Memphis. Um, he was invited to be the keynote speaker for A Summons to Memphis, which is a Memphis Magazine 
uh, event. Um, and so he just, he basically talked about, uh, whatever he wanted to talk about, but he talked about Nashville and how great it is the whole time. And <laughs> the event was great, but we were, I was subjected to listening to him list off like 10 reasons why Nashville is awesome. You know, they, they pay their deaths down. They have great, you know, water systems and they have all these conference centers. Just all these reasons are great. And, um, and, and he talked about the show Nashville and, um, uh, really interestingly, uh, they open up the floor to questions at the end and Lynn Fittler, the film commissioner here in Memphis, um, asked him, um, cause he, he had talked about how Memphis and Nashville and Knoxville and Chattanooga kind of need to band together and help each other. And she said, well, you have Nashville to show and that's great for you. You can see the value of that. You know, how, how can you work with Memphis and these other cities to help them get their own versions of Nashville? And he, and then he, his answer was a non-answer. He just kind of hemmed and hawed and said, you know, well, you know, film incentives, blah, 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 the state legislature, blah, 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 you know, you've got to whatever. So he didn't give it any answer. So he basically was like, well, we already have our show. Um, so you know, <laughs> he, he, he basically went against what he said earlier about how cities have to work together no matter what. Uh, and, so I refrained from throwing my food at him because I was at a work event. Oh. And, and, and the event was great. So let me say that for my bosses who are listening. Yeah, I was, I, I was out of town. I was gonna, I was gonna go that. I think that's you invited me to it just so I would be there to throw food at him if, if right. necessary because you knew I would do it. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but he he was and honestly, this isn't in keeping with the segment. But he, he was he seemed like a really genuinely good guy and was you know was smart and you know, well-spoken and had good things to say. But. but he got put on the spot for something that, that means a lot for Memphians and is one of the biggest gripes that people in Memphis have towards Nashville, and he continued just to add fuel to the fire, I guess, for that. Right, right. He certainly didn't, like, say anything interesting or right. give advice or anything. All right, Greg, well, we appreciate it, um, you joining us today, and hope you have a good 4th of July with the family, and we will talk to you next right. month, and we'll cast somebody else, and, and seriously, we're going to look back at another one of your lists. What are some other lists that you have from 1990s, a little preview? Well, I've got one here right here. I have top 15 TV shows, top, fi- <laughs> top five tapes. Uh, top five tapes? Yeah. All right, cassette top, tape list. Yeah, top five late night shows. Top five <laughs> pro basketball teams. There weren't that many in 1990. All right. Oh, can't wait to, to dive into one of those lists with you next month. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, y'all. All right, it's Greg Akers, the film and TV editor over at the Memphis Flyer. Uh, read his stuff in the Memphis Flyer, and uh, follow him on Twitter at Greg Akers. Before we get to who's a booze, CJ? Hey, everybody. I just want to let you know that a healthier you starts at church church health center wellness i've been i've been a member now for six months and man does that place have it all whether you're into weights or cardio basketball or strength training they really do have it all there are no contracts and membership is as low as 15 dollars a month it's located in the heart of midtown at 1115 union ave church health center wellness your key to a healthier you check out the website www.churchhealthcenter.org or stop by for a tour today and find out why the i love memphis blog calls church health center wellness a gem for the rest of us a healthier you starts at church health center wellness thanks cj all right so johnny radio shows up and tells me i don't have time for who's and booze that's pretty much how he rolled. Two weeks in a row, no. Two weeks in a row, no, no woohoo's and boos. Wow. Ha- 
if you stop giving Greg Akers so many segments, maybe we they could just find keep time. happening. Did you see the flyer this week? We have to like, look back at his list, list from 1990. All right, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks, Kevin Life, for joining us um, earlier in the Woo-hoo! show. Thanks uh, to Greg Akers. Woo-hoo! Make your plans to attend uh, the big wrestling event on July 10th and Woo-hoo! cheer on MSL against the superstar uh, Bill Dundee. Uh, we're off next week. We'll be back in two weeks. For Johnny Radio, CJ Hurt, Marcus Hunter, I'm Kevin Cerrito. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you in two weeks from high atop Mount Moriah.